Wow, who knew we would be here with Mr. Joe Button? Hey, you're listening to the Authentic with Alicia pod. I'm your host. You can call me A for short. This episode is inspired by the JBP, one of my favorite pods. I love those guys, and I'm so sad to see what's going on. For those of you who maybe haven't seen when you scroll on social or click on YouTube, there is a whole lot of drama surrounding Joe Budden and his podcast, his network in its entirety. There's a stuff going on with Rory and Maul from months ago that's spilling into recently. There's his side, their side, and who knows what the truth is, plus some new allegations from a former co-host on one of his female-led podcasts. The whole thing just reeks of authenticity, and that's why we gotta talk about this on The Authentic Podcast. The thing with this is, I see it from all sides. I can see how this happened. I can't really see where this is going, but I could see how this may end well and may end badly. But in this moment, what I want to make a takeaway for you, especially as we're entering a new phase of our lives, whether we're going to be working from home remotely forever or starting to get into new industries or making changes in our lives amidst this pandemic we're living in, we're going to be engaging and interacting with different people. And I think everything about all of these stories surrounding Joe Budden culminate to authenticity not to say that any of these people were fraudulent but one of the things i noticed when i listened to rory and maul speak and park speak and olivia dope and joe budden and even all the other people even dj academics got into the mix and Charlemagne didn't say very much but in him not saying much he said a lot everyone who's had their two cents in relation to joe budden it just goes to show that There's always an inception to things. I know last week we talked about intuition and intention, and those two things are very important when it comes to this story today. But to take it further, I wanna talk about inception, because I do believe a lot of times when we have fallout with coworkers, issues with family and friends, it's because the initial, the inception of our friendship, our relationship, our coworkerhood, or whatever it's called, is not as clear and concise as it needs to be. And I'm gonna talk about it from both sides. So if you're entering into a new industry, a new situation, you're meeting new people, the best way to be is fully yourself. Of course, you can be your professional self or or your friendly self or your whatever self. Put on different hats depending on where you're at. But overall, you wanna come as you are and be clear about what you want. It's the same as when you're getting into a new job, you're gonna state what you wanna get paid, what you expect, and they're gonna let you know the same. It's the same with the relationship. I know we don't look at it like that because romance is different from clocking in, but at the end of the day, as a person who's presenting themselves to the world, you wanna know that you're signing up for what you think and you're gonna receive what you signed up for too. The same goes for all of these situations that we've been hearing lately, not just with Joe Budden, but it's always the same he said, she said, where you're under one impression, maybe things change, you don't expect maybe life to go one way and it does, whether it's a good way or a bad way, and you're not prepared for it. I'm not saying you have to be a fortune teller and plan for everything, but I think it's very important that when you think from the inception of something, whether you're creating a brand or you're trying something different or you're going on a vacation, that you open your mind to the opportunities, whether good or bad. I'm not saying you have to prepare for a rainy day every day, but I'm saying as far as you looking internally and inwards, you wanna identify for yourself what you want the outcome to be so that 
you're prepared if it happens and you're prepared if it doesn't. And even in the unpreparedness, you know that you can protect your character. One of the most beautiful things I've seen happen out of this scenario is how seamless it is for one of the people, I'm not gonna say who, because I don't really think it's important in this case, was able to protect their character based on everything they've said and shown in the last nearly decade. This is why it's so important to be authentic even when it's hard, because when you need that authenticity to work in your favor, people are gonna hearken back to a past time or a time when you maybe were a little out of character. But if you stand in your truth, even when it's tough, even when it's not cute or cool, that's gonna really help you in the long run. I did a video this week, it's not gonna be up on my channel until probably tomorrow or day after, on the 12 toxic traits. And one of the traits I mentioned was the liar, the person who lies, whether it's a white lie, which, side note, I don't believe there's a thing as a white lie, like a lie is a lie is a lie. Even if you think you're trying to protect someone or not hurt them, you know what, let me just leave that for another episode. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is, in that video I mentioned something that loops into this, which is, it's always better to tell the truth, even in the moment if it's easier to get away with a lie, because eventually one day, fact will be stranger than fiction. And if you've been known to be a liar, you've been caught on a liar, you lied when you really didn't need to, when your truth needs to stand for you and stand by you, because people have seen you be dishonest before, it's gonna be harder for them to believe you in the moment you need it most. I also say it's better to be truthful instead of being a liar because at the end of the day, I think these things weigh against you. Maybe it's just a me thing, I don't know, but I always feel better even if it is harder in the moment to tell the truth because it's always gonna be harder in the long run to explain why you lied. Even if you don't get caught to explain to yourself and rationalize, that's too much. So pulling it back to this conversation, one of the people in this circumstance was able to speak so freely about what was happening because if you look through their track record, everything stacks up to what they said. In another circumstance, in another world, you could say you'd go with the other side because it just seems so impossible that this could have happened based on everything we might have seen or perceived. But when you look down to the character of someone, consistency is key is what I'm trying to say. And another thing that I found very interesting on a completely different note, it's always the people in the audience, you know, eating popcorn, sipping tea, drinking wine, while all the world crumbles. It's just so interesting to see how entertainment has changed for us as a society. I mean, there's always been gossip news, there's always been the magazines and ET, but to see how quick people are to judge and put their two cents in commentary. I mean, I'm doing it too, but I'm saying this more in the sense of blaming the person who said that they were sexually assaulted or blaming the person for having a bad contract or not having the right lawyer. There's just, people have become so quick to be accusatory and blame and dog instead of just look at the situation from all sides or try to take away something for themselves. I just find it interesting on social media how often people would rather spew something out rather than take it as an opportunity to look and use it as a reflection for their own lives. Anytime drama goes down on social media, I look at it like, how could this have been avoided? When has this happened in my life? And if I were in this circumstance or if I had been in this circumstance, what would I do to make it right? Because nine times out of 10, 
The reason why people get so aggy in the comment section is because they've experienced this. Maybe it wasn't a million dollar contract, but you trusted your friend with something and they fell through. You know, anytime there's this type of dichotomy, we always seem to put ourselves on one end or the other of the conflict, the debate, because we relate. But instead of getting so emotional and put our feelings into it, because trust me, Twitter fingers turn to trigger fingers real quick. We can instead use this so that when these types of situations arise or happen again in our own lives, we kind of have this as a precedent or a blueprint on how to act, how to react, or just how to diffuse a situation. Because sometimes it's not about blowing up or causing a scene or being right or even coming to a solution. Sometimes it's just the acknowledgement itself, which I talk about more on my private pod if you want to check that out. But yeah, I think it's very important to just sometimes take in the situation instead of try to put your two cents in. So I'm sure none of you listening are like that because some of the comments I've seen, I was like, who has time to write three paragraphs about this? You are not personally affected by this, I am sure. So the amount of time and energy that you dedicated to type in this comment out is next level. But on that note, I'm gonna wrap up this episode. I can't wait to hear what you think and what you have to say. So leave it for me, share your thoughts. At Alicia Inc. I'm wherever you can find that handle. And until next week, stay blessed, stay authentic.